Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Chiefs fans, to the debut of the new Chiefs Digest podcast. I'm Matt Derrick. I'm the publisher and lead beat writer for ChiefsDigest.com. And I appreciate you giving this a listen, checking checking out the podcast. We're going to be doing uh, quite a bit of quite a few things on on this week with podcasts. Where we're doing some Facebook Live video, um, some tw- uh, Twitter videos as well. Uh, just trying to get you what a, a feel for what's going on with draft week and uh, and the draft itself. Uh, you'll be hearing from hopefully Andy Reid, John Dorsey will be sharing with you. Uh, what the draft picks themselves have to say, and give you a flavor for what's really going on with this uh, Chiefs draft. The team has 10 selections, so it's going to be lively no matter what. Now, I'm of the philosophy that I, I, I'm i going to take the under. I don't think the Chiefs end up walking out with 10 players out of this draft. I think it'll be less than that. I think they're going to be active in making some moves. So we're going to see what happens. But regardless, it's going to be a busy three days for the Chiefs. And there's a lot to talk about. So on this podcast, uh, what I thought I would do is just give you a, really a primer for what to expect from the draft and talk about a couple of topics that I think are of interest. Uh, and one of them will be talking about the potential for trades and the Chiefs moving around in this draft. John Dorsey has said that he likes having a lot of picks because it gives you a lot of options and choices. And it certainly appears that the Chiefs are, are definitely in the market for being active in this draft and not necessarily sitting put at the selections that they've got. And we're also going to look a little bit at the quarterbacks, not go uh, too deep dive, of a dive, but just kind of an overview of uh, what quarterbacks are out there and what the Chiefs might be interested in looking at and doing and what their kind of options are, especially when it comes to making a move to get maybe a quarterback that if they want, if they want to do that in the first round. Uh, but to start off, just give you a quick rundown about what to expect with draft week. Uh, Thursday night, the draft first round kicks off. It's going to start at 7 p.m. Now, the Chiefs have the 27th pick. So last year, uh, the 27th pick took place at about 10-15. Uh, you know, last year was a little bit of a disappointment for Chiefs fans watching the draft because you waited all night long. Chiefs were taking 28. Then they made the trade to move out of the first round. And it was kind of a kind of a disappointment for people who just were waiting for all three hours of the three plus hours of the draft, waiting for the Chiefs to do something, and then they trade out of the first round. Um, I one, I don't think that's going to happen this year. I don't think the Chiefs are necessarily going to trade out of the first round. If anything, I think it's more likely that they they try to trade up in the first round than trade out of it. But with John Dorsey, any, anything is possible. I mean, he's made I believe uh, it's four draft day trades, and two have gone up and two have gone down. Now, if you are interested in, in, in just tuning in to see and check on what the Chiefs are doing, I, I think you can safely miss the beginning part of the draft. I don't think the Chiefs are going to be wanting to make a move to get into the top 10 or 15, and we'll talk a little bit about why later. But uh, 9 p.m. was uh, when the 16th selection took place last year. And if the Chiefs do make a move, it, it seems that the late teens is probably the place to do it. So I, I, I think you can safely, for the most part, tune at nine o'clock if you really want to see what the Chiefs do I think it's very unlikely that the Chiefs move any higher than that anything's possible in the draft anything is definitely possible but if you really want to keep an eye on what the Chiefs doing I mean I think I think most of the activity involving the team is going to be taking place between nine and ten thirty we will probably start hearing from uh, John Dorsey and Andy Reid and we should hear from the first round draft pick that night hopefully so you know, that may end up you know, pushing to 11 o'clock before we really get done with everything and, and you get to hear what's going on. 
But that's kind of uh, what the first night should look like. Now, day two is the second and third rounds, and that starts at 6 o'clock. Chiefs have right now three selections on the second day of the draft on Friday night, so they're going to be pretty active. The first pick is the 59th pick, so it'll be a little while before the Chiefs get into it. Now, once again, they, they could be active again. I mean, it's this is a with with those 10 selections, the Chiefs have the currency to move around. And I, I can see some scenarios where maybe they stay put in the first round, but they do make a move in the second round to move up to maybe get a player that they want, especially if they they wait until the second round to look at a quarterback. Uh, the, the Chiefs also have the 91st and the 104th picks, so if they stay if they stay pat at those selections, there'll be a pretty good gap between the first pick of the night and the second pick. But then the second and third picks will will come pretty quickly. They should be coming both within less than maybe 45 minutes to an hour apart. On Friday, on Saturday, it's the the final four rounds of the draft: four, five, six, and seven. Uh, the Chiefs have a ton of picks that day. They have six picks altogether on Saturday. And the draft kicks off at 11 o'clock, and that could be a pretty active day. Once again, the Chiefs have options to move around. Um, they've got draft picks throughout. Um, their two sixth-round picks are pretty close together, 216 and 218. Uh, but they, they could be active. But even if they stand pat, it's going to be a busy day for to be a Chiefs fan. So, And last year, if you remember, Saturday was a pretty big day. I mean, they had some picks on Saturday on, on, on that day of the draft. That was also the day that they took Tyreek Hill, and obviously that added a lot of interest and conversation to Chiefs draft day. So Saturday is going to be a pretty pretty critical day, regardless of what happens. Now, it could be that we come into Saturday morning and the Chiefs no longer have six picks on Saturday. They be, may be moving around. So it, it could end up being, we may end up Saturday morning looking at that day as entirely different, but the Chiefs should still have some selections to make and make Saturday an interesting day. Now, I think one of the big questions facing the Chiefs is the possibility of making draft day trades. And with 10 selections, like we've talked about, it's a distinct possibility. Absolutely. And 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 John Dorsey does make deals. He's not afraid to, and he's, he's certainly willing to move around. And as I mentioned earlier, he has said that with the he likes having this many picks because it do it does give them some options about being able to move and and to do some things, and that doesn't necessarily lock yourself into doing one thing. Now, if the Chiefs move, what will it cost them? Now, let's talk about the first round and the prospects of them trying to move up, because a lot of the conjecture is that the Chiefs, if they have an interest in a quarterback, and we're talking about the top four guys, if you're wanting Mitch Trubisky, which I think is... If if Trubisky ends up going, you know, number one overall, the Chiefs, I don't have anything, have any interest in whatsoever in trying to trade up that far into the draft to get him. Now, there's a lot of scenarios where Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Kaiser, where these guys fall later into the draft. Um, Pat Mahomes, I I do think if the Chiefs, I mean, once again, he's been in the conversations being the number one pick overall. It, it certainly seems that at the very latest, if he starts to slide, maybe 12 to 15 range might be where you would need to go. And that's still a pretty costly move when you're sitting at 27. Now, there are options later on, and that's where I, I think maybe when we talk about later, later the quarterbacks, that's where I think there's a possibility that the Chiefs may make a move is on day two rather than on day one. But 
let's just let's just play through the scenario about what if the Chiefs did decide to move on day one to go get a quarterback. And there's a couple of scenarios to look at. And you know, one in 2015, uh, Denver moved from 28 to 23 to draft Shane Ray. That's moving up five spots into the in the 20s. And to do that, they gave up that their first round, that 28th pick, a fifth round pick in the draft, another fifth round pick in 2016, plus uh, offensive lineman Manny Ramirez. So that was a first, two fifths, and a player in order to move from 28 to 23. And that's a comparable price to what the Chiefs would expect. So that's just moving from 28 to 23. Um, now, there's some other scenarios. You know, in 2014, another good comp, uh, New Orleans, uh, they moved up, and they gave up the 27th uh, pick overall in the first in that first round pick, plus their third round pick, which was 91, which I believe the Chiefs also have 91 as one of their third round picks. So, you know, if you're if you're the Chiefs and you're even looking to go from 27 to 20, uh, you're looking at minimum you're going to be obviously giving up 27 that first round pick. You're also likely going to be giving up two middle round picks and either two late round picks or three middle round picks altogether. It's going to cost the Chiefs 3 to 4 draft picks if they want to move from 28 into maybe the top 20 in the first 20 the first 20 picks and moving from 27 to the middle they say say 15 is a pretty costly move um, i'm not sure that the chiefs could get a deal where they go from 27 to 15 without that deal looking like something like the first round pick this year a second two-thirds or two-fourths something of that nature but you're definitely you're definitely looking at giving up four at least four draft picks, and probably all four of those picks being in the first four or five rounds. It's a costly move. Now the Chiefs, like we've said, they've got the picks to do it, so they could certainly give up the first round pick number twenty seven. They could be giving up a third round pick number ninety one. I think it would cost them at least their fourth round pick at one thirty two, and another pick at one seventy. Uh, that that could be and that could be what it cost to move up that far. Now moving, like I said, moving up from 27, moving up five to seven slots is not going to be terribly costly. It is going to cost you a couple of draft picks to do that. Uh, like I said, it, it could be three to four picks even just to move there, but they are going to be middle to later round picks. But it's not going to be something where the Chiefs can just give up that 27, and they can give up maybe a fourth round pick and. You know, or once in a while, people will come up with scenarios where they throw in a player in order to make that move. If if you're going to make that move from number 27 and you want to move at least, let's say, seven slots and get to number 20 to get a, a quarterback that you want, you're talking about moving at least a first this year, a third or a fourth, probably, and like I said, a fourth pick in there in the middle of the late rounds to make that move. The Chiefs have the picks to do it. Whether they have the willingness to do it and whether they should do it are entirely different, two different conversations. Um, now, moving into the second round, you know, the Chiefs do have the 59th pick overall, which is obviously it's it's in the middle. It's in the late part of the second round. If there's a quarterback they like and there's a there's a tier of quarterbacks that could be available in the second round. There's with this quarterback class, there's a there's there's a range of scenarios with where these players are going and and where they're expected to go. There are scouts who will tell me that and have told me that Deshaun Watson's a 
that they wouldn't take him in the first round. There's the Sean Kaiser, same way. Um, I, I do think that these top four, four quarterbacks will probably make their way into the first round. But when you get to the second round, I mean, there's still the possibility that guys like Nathan Peterman from Pittsburgh, uh, Miami's Brad Kaya, California's Davis Webb, uh, Chad Kelly from Mississippi is a possibility. I, I, I really like Josh Dobbs from Tennessee. Um, I, I do think that he's got a lot of the same similarities that, you know, when Alex Smith has. And as somebody who actually probably would fit into the Chiefs system pretty well, and he, he seems to be getting, gaining a little bit of, of more recognition for that and everything. And so I, I'm, I'm kind of interested to in see where he could go. But if the Chiefs want to make a move into the second round, that's a little bit cheaper and easier to do than trying to make that leap into the first round. And, and you know, and John Dorsey has you know, said that he believes that every one of these quarterbacks, you know, has some flaws that there's nobody who's really prepared to be a starting quarterback in the NFL on day one. And that's not what the Chiefs are looking for. The Chiefs are certainly looking for someone that they can groom and to develop. So they're not looking for that. But at the same time, you don't want to overpay for a quarterback who might not be what you you want to develop into your franchise quarterback, who may not have that ability. Which is why I think that the Chiefs might be looking more that in that second round, in that next tier of ca- category of quarterbacks, and if that's what they want to do, they it's a much easier move to go from the 59th pick in the second round to moving into the middle of the middle the early second round. It's a lot cheaper to do that than to move up in that first round. So I think just a definitely if and especially if the Chiefs sit back at 27 and don't take a quarterback, I think it's much more likely to see them make a move on Friday to move up to get maybe a quarterback that they like. We'll see what happens, but I think that's definitely a possibility. Now, moving on to the topic of the quarterbacks themselves and kind of what to expect, you're you're going to see a whole wide range of what uh, the the analysts are going to tell you about these quarterbacks. And and a big part of it is that there's simply not a consensus about any of these quarterbacks in this year's draft. There's not a consensus that any one of them is the best player in the draft. There's not a consensus over which quarterback is the best player. That doesn't necessarily mean that these are bad quarterbacks and they're not going to be able to develop in the NFL prospects. But across the board, you know, the people that I've talked to, the the general consensus is that these quarterbacks in this year's group just have flaws and there's not any one specific quarterback that's got the whole package, which is, you know, it's, it's size, it's athleticism, it's decision-making, it's footwork. It's, it's the, it's the, it's the, all of the skills and all of the intangibles that go into a quarterback. There's no one in this quarterback class, for instance, that uh, these, the scouts that I've talked to seem to uh, like as well as Jared Goff in last year's, uh, last year's draft. Um, you know, any of the last couple of years, James Winston, there's not a quarterback like that in this year's draft. And that's why you're seeing teams being a little bit more hesitant about this. Uh, now, I think there's value later on in this draft. So looking at the top four quarterbacks, which I'll, let's call them the consensus top four, um, because I, I, I don't think that you're going to find a lot of, of, of mock drafts and you're not going to find necessarily a hundred percent of the analyst who will tell you that these four quarterbacks will definitely go in the first round. It's always possible that one of them 
slides out. I think that at least three, I think all four will probably go end up going in the first round. And I think there's a better than even chance that all four of these are gone before the Chiefs draft at 27. So that means, you know, Mitchell Trubisky and Patrick Mahomes, I think you can cross off the Chiefs list. I do think that they are going to go early enough in the draft that there's not going to be a possibility for the Chiefs to take them. I don't think the Chiefs are are willing to give up the cost that it would go to get those two quarterbacks because I think they're probably going to go end up going in the first maybe 12 picks. And when we talked about the Chiefs making a trade earlier, we were talking about the Chiefs maybe going from 27 to the mid-teens. If the Chiefs want to move into the top 12, the top 10, to get one of these quarterbacks, it's going to cost a lot more than we were talking about with just making that move of maybe 8 to 10 spots. If the Chiefs want to make a move of closer to 15 to 20 spaces, it's going to require this year's first-round pick, most likely next year's first-round pick, and three to four mid-round picks. And that's a lot to give up for a quarterback that you don't necessarily feel 100% confident in. And I have not spoken to anyone who feels 100% confident about any of these quarterbacks. Now, there's 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 things that they like about them, things that I uh, think that they can be developed, but there's just not that confidence in any of these players to give up that kind of value to draft one of them. Especially because, you know, with there not being a consensus, my feeling on this is that it's you've got a tier of quarterbacks in this draft just like you do every year. And there is a tier one, and that is Trubisky, it's Deshaun Watson, it's, it's Mahomes, it's Deshaun Kaiser. But just like any other draft, you have a tier two. And I think that the tier two quarterbacks are much, much closer to that tier one than in most years. So when you start looking at that next group, and I, I would I would put in that group, the names I mentioned earlier, uh, Pittsburgh's Nathan Peterman, Miami's Brad Kaya, California's Davis Webb, uh, Tennessee's Josh Dobbs. I'm not as high on Chad Kelly from Mississippi as some, as some other people are, but he's up in that group too. You start getting into the the C.J. Beathards from Iowa. I think you're in, you know, that that's, that category I think is going to start into the third tier. But when you're looking at that second group of quarterbacks, and there's five to seven quarterbacks kind of in that second tier, I think there's some value there. And I think there's some quarterbacks that would fit Andy Reid's West Coast offense and what he likes to do. You know, guys who have some athleticism uh, that that can move in the pocket, that can make decisions, that that protect the football, who kind of fit that scheme. And, and if one of those players is available, I think that the Chiefs, you know, have the ability to go get them without costing a whole lot. So to me, if you're if you're one of the if you're one of the Chiefs fans who definitely want the Chiefs to take a quarterback, I wouldn't be distressed if the Chiefs don't take one in the first round. I think the second round has a lot of value. Now, if the Chiefs do what they have done to this point in the in the John Dorsey, Andy Reid era, which is waiting until later in the draft, in the fourth, fifth, and sixth rounds, to start looking at quarterbacks, at that point, I think you're you're really kind of just more throwing a dart at the dartboard on this one, and, and particularly this year because I I think this class really drops off after the third round, uh, the third into that third tier of quarterbacks. Uh, this is not a terribly deep class for quarterbacks. If you're if you're drafting a quarterback, you're definitely wanting to get one of the top, I think, seven to ten quarterbacks, and maybe even not that deep. And when you do get to that bottom of this group, it's quarterbacks that do have a lot of work who might not even be ready next year. I mean, they definitely are going to need a couple of years to, to get ready and to groom themselves for this position. And so 
that's where I, I think you think we stand on the quarterback class. I, if if you're if you're one of the Chiefs fans who definitely wants to see this team to take a quarterback, I, I don't know that there's anyone in this draft that is absolutely desperately valuable enough that you go and make a a, a major move to get. Now, if Andy Reid and, and Dorsey have seen the film on these players and they've talked to them all, and and they have, I'll tell you what, they've they've really have unearthed every rock you can imagine looking at quarterbacks in this year's draft. Now, they do that every year. I mean, um, John Dorsey and his scouting group, uh, he, you know, he said that they've put 60,000 man hours on, on scouting this year's draft. And I believe that might be a bit much, but I, I believe it's got to be pretty close to that because uh, th- that's one of the strengths of this organization is that it, it, is, it, it does rely a lot on scouting. They do make an investment in that and, that, and, and they do put a lot of commitment into – you know, analyzing college players and doing their homework on this draft. And so I, I know what kind of effort they do put into that. And they've looked at, at every quarterback imaginable. And you, if you're looking on like NFL.com at the quarterbacks listed, there are quarterbacks that the Chiefs have looked into that are not even on this list. So, you know, they, they have done their homework. They've really invested into this draft. And if there's a quarterback that Andy Reid and, and Dorsey really like, I, I think there's a, I mean, absolutely, they could end up making a move in the first round to do that. But it doesn't seem like there is a quarterback that's worth doing that, so, which to me makes it much more likely that the Chiefs are looking at a quarterback in the second round. We'll see how it plays out on, on Thursday and Friday, but that's kind of where I see that the, this breaking down. Now, things could dramatically change. If, if, a, if a quarterback like Deshaun Watson or Deshaun Kaiser falls to the Chiefs at 27, I think that... That's definitely a possibility, and it's definitely in play. I think those two quarterbacks would fit in well with Kansas City system, with what Andy Reid likes to do, and I think at that point it's a decision process. Um, we'll also talk later in the week about some of the other positions, but that's where I think the challenge will be if the Chiefs do stay at 27, is that if one of these quarterbacks fall, there are still going to be some very good players at other positions. Um, running back and cornerback are two really deep positions in this draft. And the Chiefs at 27 are going to have a possibility, I think, to get a really good player. It could be that when they're sitting there at 27, that there are quarterbacks that are just not quite as good as the running backs and the cornerbacks who are left up on the board. And that's where the Chiefs could have a tough decision. Uh, But we're going to talk about some of the other position groups later in the week um, up on the site. And we'll probably talk about this in the podcast in the next day or two. Um, I'll be working on a kind of mock draft just for the Chiefs and uh, looking at some of the players today might be looking at at each position and giving an idea about how this draft might break out. Um, We've got a story on the site right now uh, talking about each of the different position groups and ranking the likelihood that the Chiefs will draft a player at each of those positions. So feel free to check that out. And I appreciate you downloading this uh, first podcast and checking us out. Uh, please give us a, a review and a like and subscribe and all that fun stuff to help us out and get the word out on the podcast. Really appreciate that. Uh, if there's anything that you want us to talk about, and, and, and that includes interviews and people to talk to, I'm definitely looking for suggestions. So feel free to hit up Chiefs Digest on Facebook. You can also hit me up on Twitter at Matt Derrick, M-A-T-T-D-E-R-R. ICK. Let us know what you think of the podcast. Uh, Any suggestions, thoughts? We're looking for everything. We need a a good name for this podcast. Uh, We need a, we need probably need some music too. So if anybody's out there and uh, has got some good crowdsourcing ideas, wants to kick kick them our way, feel free to let us know on Twitter and Facebook. And in the meantime, we will be keeping you up to date on what the Chiefs are doing throughout draft week. 
Have a great one, everybody. Thanks a lot.